I got a little lost. Romans after Romans. All right, here we go. The ancient city of Brutrin. Okay, so I guess the fall of Troy, some guy came over here and founded the city, similar mythological story to the Romans. Obviously the ancient Greeks were here, the Romans came after when they conquered, but then they had, you know, the Byzantines, uh, the Normans came down, the Gothics, uh, and then the Venetians. They bought the, this area in Corfu when they had all that money from the banking and very old, very historic place, especially in Albania. I think it's one of the top heritage sites of the whole country. Very exciting. So I guess Caesar was one of the first guys that said they're gonna make this a little colony and uh, place uh, retired soldiers, give them some beautiful land and you know, by the sea, it's near Corfu. It's always been good to protect the straits here who controls the Straits of Corfu, usually makes a lot of money. His protege, Augustus, was the one that finally sealed the deal and relocated a, a ton of Roman soldiers here and they started building it up. At the ancient theater right here, could have a nice little concert over there, huh? Right, so originally this was a, a Greek theater, but then obviously the Romans came in 600 years after the fact and added their own little flair to it, but uh, pretty well preserved. I guess this whole thing was an island and it was connected to the to the mainland, this whole city. What's quite interesting is this place wasn't discovered till the uh, 1930s by uh, an Italian dude because the Italians occupied a lot of Albania. You know, first city that was around for thousands of years and populated still quite heavily until I think after the Byzantines and it kind of went downhill that it laid in uh, hidden sight for so long. Alright, so right here we got a Roman forum. So Caesar in the first century designated this city as a Roman colony and when that happens you bring in all the good stuff. The forums, the theaters, the baths. You gotta treat your soldiers right. So here's the remains of it. It was discovered in 2005. I highly, highly recommend everyone to do the, the Rome Forum Tour. Carpe Diem, Rome, use them as tour guides, fantastic people. But that is like mind boggling. And they have like reconstructions or like visuals of what it looked like, you know, when it was not buried under shit ton of dirt and they've escalated, excavated a lot of it. But going through that, it was something out of a, a movie. I highly recommend everyone for sure do that. Let's see, look at this, mosaics. Oh, that's cool. What fascinates me about the Romans, after going through all the, the Yucatan and seeing all the ancient Mayan stuff, I mean, that was 700 years ago only. What you're seeing here is 2,000. To put that in perspective, it blows my mind. Right, so check this out. This used to be a normal villa in the early Roman period and by the late Roman period it was turned into a palace and then after uh, it was a shithole in the medieval times but it was right on the water too. The water's over there and it was just massive. And going back to my Mayan point, so from today to the Mayans is like not even as, as much time as from the Mayans to here. You know what I'm saying? So like that really should put the 
the perspective of how advanced these Romans were. It's crazy too, this is not even in Italy, right? This is in, you know, back then, I think it was Magna Grecia, they called it. And this was still, you know, a beautiful, cool spot for uh, the Romans, but not even in their home, you know, country, not even in Italia. Crazy. So this is that little beachfront from the palace. Not a bad little place for a vacation getaway. That would be, that would fit right in with the, the Roman royalty, you know? That would be a patrician, right? The high class. <laughs> place is massive. It was a big palace. Keeps going. So I guess that last little place was a Venetian home for a little merchant, sailing the seas, making some money, trading. Look at this. Okay, so right behind me is the Byzantine Baptistry. So well after the Romans, the Byzantines reconquered a lot of these lands and controlled them for a while. And it just reminded me of Ravenna, the ancient city of Ravenna where um, Byzantines made their like little stronghold and then it's flooded with so much amazing Byzantine mosaics and uh, uh, baptistries and beautiful city. I recommend everyone make sure you stop in Ravenna if you're in Italy. You know on the way to basically Venice if you go from Florence. So beautiful city. I love the Byzantines. I think they're fascinating people and yeah beautiful. So who were the Byzantines? The Byzantines were the Romans. The historians decided I think like in the 18th century to, to call the Eastern Roman Empire after they split um, the Byzantines, but they always considered, considered themselves true Romans. You know, they moved the capital to Constantinople, but uh, that's when, when I say Byzantine, it, it means Rome. Like that's Romans, that's what they viewed themselves as, and the, the armchair or the New Age historians decided to call them the Byzantines to separate, you know, Eastern Roman Empire and then obviously the Western Roman Empire that fell a lot earlier. Uh, this is the Great Basilica, created in the early 500s. They even had a bishop sitting here. The thing is massive. Alright, so right there, there was a Bronze Age fortification. Close by, it was kind of like the suburbs of Brutrint. There was a huge Roman villa over there. And then Adequa, can't pronounce it, was all the way across here. That would supply water to Brutrint. Wow, so this is the ancient Greek gate, 4th century BC, 400 years before Christ. Some dude came through here and he, he said it reminded him of uh, the ancient city of Troy. And uh, the founding story about this city is that they were people that left Troy after the fall and created Butrint. That's crazy. The thing is huge. Why not?
got the little lost. This little Venetian castle thing was built in the 16th century. The Republic of Venice is quite fascinating. It also lasted for more than a thousand years until Napoleon came in there and says, Daddy's in town. But I don't know, the Republic of Venice was interesting. They're pretty much responsible for the downfall of the Byzantines, or at least they kind of sold them out and screwed them over. But they did a lot of other good things. And it's pretty cool how this little seafaring civilization you know, ruled so much and was so wealthy. It's pretty. So I guess too, like most of Italia, the Slavs came down here and conquered Brutinia. Um, pushed out the, the Byzantines. So there's been just a ton of different cultures that have been on this little ancient island. Romans after Romans shithole. I just went through the little museum here. It's pretty neat. It was basically saying that this uh, little island city, Brutren, is kind of showing the history of the Mediterranean civilizations because they've all kind of came here and put their uh, mark on it, starting with uh, the ancient, ancient Greeks, um, Ypres, Ypres, and uh, you know the Iller Illyrians. God, my pronunciation's terrible. And obviously the Romans, and then after the fact, so so many different. Uh, Great powers of the Mediterranean have laid claim to this area. I guess it's been known as a very healing sanctuary. That's why the Romans didn't uh, destroy it when they took over uh, Epirus. But uh, wow, ton of history for sure. All right, so Cicero, that's how you pronounce his name, the dude that was all for keeping the, the Roman Republic a republic and not having Caesar take over. Uh, they were writing about this city because Titus Pompeius Atticus, he uh, had lots of land here. He didn't want it to be, become a colony. But uh, Cicero said, what uh, Brutrint is to Corfu is what Antinum, you know, the coastal city by Rome, is to Rome. So it's pretty cool that they were even talking about this little place, you know, in the Senate. And, you know, it was a known spot and, you know, well-respected. This right here is an 8th century Acropolis. A long time ago, I don't think it was even Ypres, I think it was like ancient, ancient Greeks or the tribes that you know were living in this region. They built this place of worship in the 8th century. That is wild. It's wild to me, like that photo about uh, what it looked like during the Roman time and then what it looked like late Roman period, the medieval time and how it became a shell of its former self. Same with a lot of places in uh, Italy. I've seen crazy photos of like old forums turned into little uh, mud hut shacks 
and it's just the evolution of a place can go back you know they say the dark ages and they say the dark ages weren't so dark but compared to like the romans it seemed you know everything went downhill for a long time goes to show just how advanced uh, that civilization was so now around this area there's some like shacks like a little fisherman village and you know 2000 years ago there was palaces here huge you know beautiful palaces for the roman elite a thriving city and now it's back to wood shacks and little fishermen's crazy so i guess in this bay back here there was a legendary naval battle between the venetians and the normans i think in the 11th century the 12th century and i forgot the name of it i'll probably put it on here it was just a gigantic battle i think the normans ended up winning for a little bit because they took over the, the island but I'm starting to do a lot more research on the Norman people and oh my god it was like uh, insane the amount of odds they would have like 200 knights and they'd be beating thousands and thousands of Muslims and they're the most feared warriors like ever but I mean they were just totally XP or whatever they call them those, those games where one knight would take out like 10 of them crazy lastly I guess like in the early 1800s there's a dude they called like the Muslim Napoleon, Ali Pasha. And I guess he ruled these lands with an iron fist, but he also developed a ton of roads and made things run a lot more properly. And he had a castle somewhere around here to protect this uh, river, because obviously it floats you know, into the Adriatic and it's very uh, valuable for trade. But I was reading a little about this guy, Ali Pasha. It sounded like a kind of a badass. He didn't take no crap and you know they said he was basically the Napoleon of this part of the world 17th century Venetian watchtower guard the strait if you look over here it's an old castle they built too I think this was sieged many times throughout its history right, so this is a great example of how they've kind of devolved over the thousand years. There used to be bridges everywhere. Now look at this. A little transportation for the cars to get to the other side. Romans had massive stone bridges crossing these things and now you need that. <laughs> 